Hey guys, welcome back to Tanisha Takes on the World. This week, Tanisha is tackling an identity crisis. I know, not super light uh, like we want to, but you know, it's something that needs to be talked about. So buckle in buttercup, because here we go. All right, so you guys know how sometimes when you're in an interview or people are asking questions, they're like, so describe yourself. How would you describe yourself? Tell me three things that describe you or whatnot. It is so hard for me to honestly answer that question. Like, to be completely honest, it is very difficult. I'm always like, do I answer it honestly of what I perceive myself as or... Do I answer as what my friends see me as or my parents see me as? And honestly, every time I think about that, I think of this quote that I heard when I was younger or uh, I don't know. So basically the quote was something along the lines of, you know, no one will ever truly know who you are as a person because you present yourself differently to every person you meet. The only person who will truly know you is you and you won't even know the real you basically until the end of your life. So, you know, that is a quote that always sticks with me because that's true. You know, we have the brunch friends, the shopping friends, the venting friends. We have all these different types of friends because we present ourselves different ways to different people. So that really goes into the, <laughs> to, to my next point. I have no idea who I am. Like, I know who who I am if I play my music or if I what I like, but I'm so all over the board that sometimes when people ask me like, "Who are you? Who is Tanisha?" I'm so overwhelmed by all these different things that I like that I don't like that it is hard for me to answer and I just draw a blank. I'm like, "Duh, Tanisha's a a person who is here and I can carry 37 water bottles at a time and I don't like wedge salads no lie guys that is the actual things that I normally say like random facts that I can do that have no 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 relation to who I am as a person and so we're gonna talk about that today I think I think who we are as people obviously if you ask my friends they'll say like Tanisha's confident you know she's a wild card she'll do anything just about she's like she's always down for a good time but then if you ask some other friends they'll be like Tanisha's super emotional um she really feels things super deeply she likes to keep to herself so it's hard to categorize yourself into certain boxes when you feel all these different emotions and have all these different interests for me I think that breaks down to the idea of you know I grew up with so many siblings uh nine to be exact and I would be 10. And it's, I've always been a chameleon. That's how I describe myself. I'm a chameleon because I fill in where it's needed. I'm a mediator. If you need someone to be loud and take charge, I will be that person. But I also have no problem sitting back and letting someone else drive and just enjoying the trip. So when I think about who I am, it's, it's difficult to put into words. I saw this TikTok that basically was like, I'm loud because I, I'm having a good time. 
but I'm also quiet because I like to watch and observe and I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. But at the same time, I, you know, I want to be desired. I want to be loved. I want to be someone's center of attention, but I also want to hide away. I want to be by myself. I want to sleep. I want to be in a dark room and just enjoy the things I like. And it just went back and forth with all these contradicting facts. Contradicting. <laughs> contradicting. Contradicting facts about who we are as a person. And so I've been interviewing a lot of interviewing with a lot of places lately. Um, and they always ask, like, tell me a little bit about yourself, you know? And that is one of the hardest questions I have. Like, I can tell you my jobs, my accomplishments. But when you ask me to tell you about your, like, myself, that's hard. I, when I was doing modeling and stuff, I, we always had to have, like, our elevator pitch prepared. And so I always knew what I wanted to say. But it was just superficial stuff that with, like, a quick Google search or a quick asking of any of my friends, you could kind of figure it out. So, like, my elevator pitch would be like, hey, I'm Tanisha. I grew up in Florida. I have nine siblings. And so, you know, I am all about being around people and all about diversity and just making sure everybody has a place to stand. So, I'm also really passionate about the environment and taking care of your skin, growing up in Florida, the beaches, you know, um, protecting our ecosystem was always really dear and near and dear to my heart. But at the same time, taking care of your skin, putting on sunscreen and just being the healthiest person that you can, um, doing the best that you can is, is what I breathe. And that was always very similar to my elevator pitch, but it didn't really tell you anything about me, I don't think. So what I actually did was I recently Googled, um, (laughs) I recently Googled how to figure out your true self and a few different leaks came up that I really liked or that really grabbed my attention. And one of them was from success.com and it's a blog, but it basically says, um, six steps to discover your true self. And this is written by Adam Smith. And he goes out to list the six steps. So the first one is be quiet. I honestly think just already off the top, it's a super strong start because when there is quiet, there is room for observation and there is room to figure out how you feel in the silence. And that really tells yourself a lot about you and how you respond to that. So he basically goes on to say to take the time to be still and be present and be mindful and just Take the time to discover the good and the bad. Step two, he says, realize who you truly are, not who you want to be. And I think that is, that's something that everybody struggles with. We all know who we want to be. And we all have dreams of being this person or reaching this opportunity. But we can't reach the end goal of what we want without acknowledging who we are because if we pretend we're something else we're completely disregarding all the good things that we have to offer even the bad but I think a lot of the bad things help amplify the good and make you who you are so he says realize who you truly are not who you want to be um everybody has the set idea but when you know who you are you finally see where you are in your specific gifts and how they fit into the bigger picture And I think that is something 
definitely to be to be reflected on and um like I said to know who you are now drives who you want to be in the future number three he says find out what you're good at and what you're not good at which means taking the time to make mistakes um taking the time to try new things just not being afraid to be wrong honestly or not being afraid to look silly or dumb or stupid which me personally I think that's one of the things I do really strongly in public like if someone's like I'm afraid to I don't mind looking stupid in public or taking a risk or anything but when it's me by myself I definitely do have issues figuring out what I'm good at and taking risks because I am afraid at the end of the day when I'm by myself because my my doubt creeps and I have nobody else to impress or nobody else to support me I just have myself and that she's my biggest critic she is honestly my biggest critic and that can deter me from figuring out things or feeling like I might be judged or just I get in my head before I even try it so I think that's something I have to start working on you know is Finding out what I'm good at without judging myself or prejudging myself or being too harsh on myself. Um, he says, knowing what you're good at, um, don't give up before you start, but you also need to know when enough is enough. Like, I there's a quote I know, and it's, uh, the strongest people know when to give up. It's not quitting, it's knowing when to put yourself first. And I think that's, something to keep in mind with this. Number four, find out what you're passionate about. Really goes into number three. Number five, ask for feedback. Everybody's so afraid of looking stupid. I'm, not everybody. A lot of people, a lot of us are so afraid of looking dumb in front of our friends or in front of strangers that we may never see again. So asking for feedback can be really hard to do, especially if you're not confident in what you're doing. But I think having a support system and being open to criticism, uh, constructive criticism, really helps you grow into this person that you want to be he says what weakness do you think I need to work on is the question to ask and I personally I do love that I because I also know my strengths but I when people are like what is something what is a skill that what is one of your weaknesses I honestly don't know what to say I always turn like a strength into a weakness to make myself look better but that's that's something to keep in mind and then number six, he says, assess your relationships. This is so important. Who you surround yourself with definitely impacts who you are. You know, it's a, it's it's like the plant mentality. If you talk badly to your plants, your plants aren't going to do well. It's Scientists have shown like if you play positive music, same with like if you're pregnant or you you're, have a baby around, the way you talk to your kids, the way you talk to people impacts their impacts their subconsciousness it impacts everything and so the way you talk to yourself and the way you talk to your friends and your friends talk to you definitely plays a role in who you are who do you want to be are these people that support you are these people that have similar goals are these people that you admire to be like these are things or are they super negative do they bring you down is it a toxic relationship these are things that all contribute to who you are I'm also a big believer that adversity and how you respond to adversity and your perspective on certain situations definitely defines who you are so this definitely plays into assessing your relationships um so again so Adam says, Adam Smith says, the six steps are be quiet, 
Realize who you truly are, not who you want to be. Find out what you're good at and not good at. Find out what you're passionate about. Ask for feedback and assess your relationships. I think those are six solid steps. And especially if you're just starting out on this journey to self-discovery or journey to rediscovery, these are pretty good steps to start out. So then I found another one that, um, another article that I think um, was super helpful. And so this one is on lifehack.org and um, it's written by Anna Y.T. Chewy. I think I said that right, C-H-U-I. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that and I'm most likely dead. So basically with this one, she recommends grabbing a pen and just beginning the test. So it asks you 10 questions um, and it only takes two minutes. So want to take the quiz with me? Definitely stay and listen. If not, go ahead and skip ahead to the next eight minutes to save yourself some time and then we can jump right back in. Here is the test. The first question is, feel free to grab a pen and paper or write down the answer as we're talking. Fill it out with me um, and we'll, we got this down. I'm gonna grab my pen and paper. Okay, so question one. When do you feel at your best? A, in the morning. B, during the afternoon. And early evening. C, late at night. Okay. Obviously, if I go through this too quickly, pause, rewind, go back, do what you gotta do. But I'm gonna move on. So we can, <laughs> so we can get through it. Uh, number two, you usually walk a fairly fast with long steps, b fairly fast with little steps, c less fast head up looking the world in the face, d less fast head down, e very slowly. Number three, when talking to people, you stand with your arms folded, b have your hands clasped, c have one or both your hands on your hips or in your pockets. C, I'm sorry, D, touch or push the person to whom you're talking. E, play with your ear, touch your chin, or smooth your hair. Number four, when relaxing, you sit with A, your knees bent with your legs nearly side by side. B, your legs crossed. C, your legs stretched out or straight. D, one leg curled under you. Number five. Oop, ad popped up. Number five, when something really amuses you, you react with A, a big appreciated laugh, B, a laugh but not a loud one, C, a quiet chuckle, D, a sheepish a sheepish smile. Those S's are hard, guys. So when something really amuses you, sorry, I have to read the question again for me. <laughs> uh, okay, I got my answer. All right. Six, when you go to a party or social gathering, you A, make a loud entrance so everyone notices you. B, makes a quiet entrance looking around for someone you know. Or C, make the quietest entrance trying to stay unnoticed. Number seven, we're almost there, y'all. Number seven, when you're working on concentrating, when you're working or concentrating very hard and and you're interrupted, you A, welcome the break. B, feel extremely irritated, or C, vary between these two extremes. Okay, number eight. Which of the following colors do you most like? A, red or orange. B, black. C, yellow or light blue. D, green. 
E, dark blue or purple, F, white, or G, brown or gray. Number nine. When you are in bed at night and those last few moments before you're going to sleep, you lie A, stretched out on your back, B, stretched out face down on your stomach, C, on your side, slightly curled, D, with your head on one arm, or E, with your head under the covers. And then question number 10. You often dream that you are A, falling, B, fighting or struggling, C, searching for something or somebody, D, flying or floating, E, you usually have dreamless sleep, F, your dreams are always pleasant. Okie dokie, guys. So here's how you're going to tally the points according to Anna. So the points for each question. For number one, if you got A, you got two points. If you got B, it's four points. And if it's C, it's six points. And so that's going to be kind of how you're going to tally everything up from here on out. So um, number two, A is six points, B is four, C is seven, D is two, E is one. Three, A is four, B is two, C is five, D is seven, E is six. Number four, A is four, B is six, C is two, D is one. Number five, A is six, B is four, C is three, D is five points, and E is two points. Number six, A is six points, B is four points, C is two points. Number seven, A is six points, B is two points, C is four points. Number eight, A is six points, B is seven points, C is five points, D is four points, E is three points, F is two points, G is one point. And number nine, A is seven points, B is six points, C is four points, D is two points, E is one point. And then number 10, A is four points, B is two points, three, three points is C, D is five points, E is six points, and F is one point. So basically, you're going to add up all the points you see, Okay. If you get over 60 points, others see you as someone they should handle with care. You're seen as vain, self-centered, and one who is extremely domineering. Others may admire you, wishing they could be more like you, but don't always trust you, hesitating to become too deeply involved with you. 51 to 60 points, others see you as an exciting, highly volatile, rather impulsive personality, a natural leader, one who's quick to make decisions, though not always the right ones. They see you as bold and adventuresome, someone who will try anything once, someone who takes chances and enjoys an adventure. They enjoy being in your company because of the excitement you radiate. Okay, 41 to 50 points. Others see you as fresh, lively, charming, amusing, practical, and always interesting. Someone who's constantly in the center of attention, but sufficiently well-balanced not to let it go to their head. They also see you as kind, considerate, and understanding. Someone who will always cheer them up and help them out. 31 to 40 points. Others see you as sensible, cautious, careful, and practical. They see you as clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. Not a person who makes friends too quickly or easily, but someone who's extremely loyal to friends you do make and who expect the same loyalty in return. Those who really get to know you realize it takes a lot to shake your trust in your friends, 
but equally that it takes you a long time to get over it if that trust is ever broken. 21 to 30 points. Your friends see you as painstaking and fussy. They see you as very cautious, extremely careful, a slow and steady plotter. It would really surprise them if you ever did something impulsively or on the spur of the moment, expecting you to examine everything carefully from every angle and then usually decide against it. They think this reaction is caused partly by your tr- your careful nature. Okay, and the last one, under 21 points. <clears throat> I don't know if this is me. I just have to clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Leave a comment. Message me if you know the reference to that. Okay, <laughs> under 21 points. People think you are shy, nervous, and indecisive. Someone who needs looking after, who always wants someone else to make the decisions, and who doesn't want to get involved with anyone or anything. They see you as a warrior, not a warrior like fighting, but warrior as in like anxious kind of about everything, who always sees problems that doesn't exist. Some people think you're boring. Only those who know you well know that you aren't. So that is a quiz that you can fill out. Hopefully you filled it out. If not, no worries. Um, I just think that one was super interesting. And then there were just a few more a few more articles that I found super interesting that I can link if you want. One was by Tony Robbins, and it was an ultimate guide to finding your true self. He lists five things. Reflect on your story. Determine your values. Silence your negative self-talk. Discover your strengths. And recognize what doesn't serve you. Five straight to the points, And I think those are really... The silence your negative self-talk is a big one for me. And also recognize what doesn't serve you. Focus on you. That's what discovering yourself is all about. Uh, yeah, there's some other really good ones. Another one from how to be from Soul Salt is how to be yourself. Seven powerful strategies to be true, and that was just published just last year. Which means, you know, I guess people are really trying to figure out themselves. You know, post pandemic, <laughs> a lot of people lost sight of who they were. Especially me, I wasn't going out. I used to do theater. I used to volunteer. I used to play volleyball. And then during the pandemic, I was like, "Yo, who is Tanisha? What do, what do I like?" Um, so these have seven steps and, you know, it's take personal inventory, which type of activities, situations make you feel the most alive, what parts of your life make you feel unhappy, angry, or toxic, um, write those down. Number two, be present in the moment, uh, you know, be mindful. Number three, build your social support system. Four, speak your truth assertively. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And then number five, take Daily action towards authenticity, which I think is super hard to do because we all get bogged down in the hustle and bustle of every day. So that is something major. Six, take a step back to gain perspective. And then seven, recognize internal versus external influences, which is a huge, huge thing that no matter what age you are, you are always going to deal with those type of things. You know, um, we learn about it in school, man versus nature, man versus world, man versus self. Uh, those can be hard and they're definitely influential. But there's a bunch of different things that if you Google this and you want to look at it or you want to leave a message, I have a bunch of different ones that I looked at. One was from Berkeley. Uh, I, it just... There's so many things that I think play into who you are and how to be yourself, but the issue lies in taking the time to sit down and actually trying to figure it out. And 
being confident and secure without other people impeding on that or judging you. And that's so, so difficult. So again, I ask, who is Tanisha? Who, who am I? I'm Jean Valjean. Um, no, (laughs) who am I? Again, if you know the reference, let me know. Um, Obviously, I'm chaotic, as we've seen here. I try to be helpful. I try to be knowledgeable. um, And I'm hard on myself, as we can see. I I judge myself, but I also try to be positive. I, there's a quote. I love quotes. I live my life by quotes. And one of the quotes, when I'm out in public or when I'm trying to to look at a situation from a different perspective, is be the hero you needed when you were younger. And I examine who that person is and how I how I can be her and how these little steps, little things I can do can, can get me one step closer to the hero that I needed when I was younger. Or, you know, there's another quote, uh, love yourself the way you love your friends. Talk to yourself the way you talk to your friends. Would you allow your friends to talk to the way you talk to yourself? Or would you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself? And that really pulls me back because I love my friends. I love being kind to them. Some of the things I say to myself are not so kind. So that's another one. Um, There's just so many different things that, so many different quotes that come into play here with how, how to be yourself, how to live, you know, live every day like it's your last. So many different cliches and I want to live by them all, but at the same time I can't. Like, I just, I just want to be myself and be content and be happy but it's hard when you have so much weighing on you and so much <laughs> so much pressure from the outside world um, telling you to be one thing. You know, you have family members telling you to be one thing. You have friends telling you that you can be whatever you want. And then you have this little kid inside of you that tells you what you want to be. But like earlier I said, what you want to be and who you are are two different things sometimes. And you have to recognize that in order to get to your end goal. And for me, I'm so focused on other people. I always am a helper. I always try to put people first. I've been doing it forever. Like I said, I'm a chameleon because I blend in where I'm needed. I don't take the lead because I want to take the leader because I want to be the center of attention. I just want to be helpful and have world peace. (laughs) So that's what we're going through today. That's what Tadisha's taking on an identity crisis. And maybe you feel the same. But I think one of the biggest things for me, looking at all the research and all the different things, is I think one of the things that's stopping me a lot is I maybe have some, like, crazy PTSD. Maybe have. I've been diagnosed with PTSD. I have PTSD that uh, definitely holds me back and makes me second guess who I am or stops me. But I also think I might have, like, ADHD, ADD, or be slightly autistic because <laughs> I'm constantly typing, do I have ADD or ADHD or am I autistic? How to know if you're autistic? Uh, because I have masking tendencies. I maladaptive daydream so much that it interferes with everything I'm doing. Um, yeah, so I don't know who Tanisha is, but what I do know is I know who I'm not. You know, I'm not a pushover. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I am afraid to cry in public. I love my friends. Um, 
I don't like talking to strangers um, in person. I love talking to strangers over the internet. I love supporting people. I love hyping people up. I love being by myself, but at the same time, I love spending quality time with the people I love. So I guess there are so many different things that play into who you are. You know, what? what's your love language? You could take all these different tests to tell you um, you're ENPFT or whatever, or you're a number two, you're a mover, you're a strategic thinker, you're a helper. At the end of the day, all these tests you can take and figure it out. You can ask people who who you are, who they think you are, but that's only their perception of you. That's not the full picture. So while all these different things are great to look at, I highly recommend looking into it if you're struggling with this like I am. I do know at the end of the day, nobody can tell me who I am except me. And I just have to take my time and do the work and figure it out. But most importantly, I have to let the judgment go, let it out the door and just, just do the thing, just do the darn thing and be yourself. And although you may have questions along the way, you may have concerns, you may fall, you may cry. I think that is beautiful and that plays into who you are because everything, all of our qualities, how we react Our history plays majorly into it. How we react to things plays into it. How we talk to ourselves plays into it. So, yeah. Who is Tanisha? I don't know. But I'm okay with that. You know? I'm okay with that. Oh, and if you want my score for how, how I did on the other one, I can tell you right now... Um, what's seven plus six? One, two, three, twelve, thirteen, thirteen. Okay. And nobody said I was bright, okay? Nobody <laughs> said I was bright. So I'm doing this math really quick. Okay, so I got forty points. I mean thirty-nine points. So again, just going back to what that quiz said. Um I said thirty-nine, right? Yeah, I got thirty-nine points, so I will tell you who this quiz says I am, even though, you know, take it at a grain of salt. So, 39 points. Others see you as sensible, cautious, careful, and practical. They see you as clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. Not a person who makes friends too quickly or easily, but someone who's extremely loyal to the friends you do make and who expect the same loyalty in return. Those who really get to know you realize it takes a lot to shake your trust in your friends, but equally that it takes you a long time to get over it if that is trust is ever broken. Well, hot diggity dog, that sounds pretty (laughs) accurate. Forget what I said about Tess telling you who you are. This Tess is completely (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But this Tess is pretty, um, it does feel how I feel about loyalty towards my friends and how I feel about social situations and social anxiety. So yeah, that was, I feel pretty good about that. That's a good place to jump off and start and uh, just put in the work now. So it for tonight guys or today tonight today that's all for this week's episode of tanisha takes on the world so thank you for joining me your host your girl tanisha Breidenbach, as tanisha takes on an identity crisis so 
Please hit me up if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions on what we should talk about next week. I'm definitely going to start planning everything so we can hit different things. Um, As you can see, I'm all over the place. I'm a wild card, but I love it. And hopefully you love it too. If not, no worries. No love lost here. I still love you. Have a great day. Have a great life. Have a great journey. I'll see you in the final resting place. Besides that, let me know if you got the references. Who am I? Jean Valjean. What is it from? And I forget what the other one was, but um, <laughs> let me know. Uh, love you guys. Have a great week. And I will see y'all on the flippity flop. Don't forget to like, follow, and share this with all your friends as Tanisha takes on the world. Bye, guys.